streets. This is U.S. Senator John Ossoff. Hey, Atlanta, this is Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones. The new Shelly Winter Show here on WSB Radio, weeknights from 7 to 10 p.m. Keep up good work, Shelly. You are a liberal moron. Hey, it's Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Welcome back. I missed you guys a lot. I really did uh, miss you guys a whole lot this weekend. Um, uh, it's Shelly Winter Show. We're on 7 to 10, Monday through Friday. Uh, tonight, the Coaches Show starts every Monday at 8 o'clock. So we're only on for an hour tonight. So let's get right to it. No time for dilly-dallying. First of all, I do have to thank everyone, everyone, I mean everyone, that showed up this weekend, that donated online, that showed up to Walmart on Saturday. Thank you all that uh, came and said hello and you love the show. And uh, thank you for that love from all of you. Uh, too many to name. Uh, many of you I saw on Sunday. Again, I went back uh, to um, the, the Walmart by the Big Chicken. And I saw a lot more, a lot of listeners again on Sunday. Thank you all very much for all you've done. And for those of you who do want to continue, who do want to give to Clark's Christmas Kids, you can go to ClarksChristmasKids.com and you can still donate. Uh, we have a number of children left that need to be covered. But uh, God bless all of you. And thank you so much for the words of encouragement. Ma Magic Mike, before I uh, talk about this first subject I want to talk about, uh, a lady came up to me. And uh, she said, I heard when you filled in, she said, I listen, to, I can't listen at night a lot, but I do listen. But I heard when you filled in and she pulled me to the side. She looked both ways and she said, you don't ever be nervous on the air. Don't let them let you don't let them see you sweat, she said. And she said, you're good at this. Believe in yourself and you continue to forge on. So I want to thank that lady because she heard me say I was nervous when I filled in uh, for Mark Aram. So God bless you, my sister. Thank you for giving me those words of encouragement. And thank everyone for giving to Clark's, Chris, Clark's Christmas Kids com. You can still go there now and donate. So I want to start here. Over the weekend, I, I, I was giving us a lot of thought. So, so we... Israel Hamas, right? We know what's going on, right? We don't need to rehash that, what's happening, right? From the very beginning of this situation, I have said to you all that my position is I'm pro-Israel. Uh, I'm strongly, staunchly pro-Israel. And, uh, and, but then I, I also say that I'm pro-Israel because of the, the importance to America to have an ally in that region. And I've kind of, that's my feeling, right? But over the weekend, I was giving it, I, I gave it a lot more thought because as a talk radio host, I'm pro-Israel, right? Um, but I've also wanted to kind of give my observations on a piece or day by day or piece by piece news item or news, news issue by news issue as news drops and give my opinion. And, and I famously got... Some listeners were mad at me, but I had a pro-Palestinian student on from memory, and I had a pro-Israeli student on from memory, and I got some emails from people who were mad that I had the Palestinian student on. Uh, but I've tried my best, even though I'm pro-Israel, right? I'm staunchly pro-Israel. I've tried to share with you uh, the other points of view, and, and, and I've done that only because I'm here on the radio every night, and I wanted everyone to get a kind of balanced view uh, of what's happening, right? If you want to call it balanced. But over the weekend, um, I thought about this, right? Especially after I, I was at Walmart and talking to so many listeners, and we weren't talking politics. People were just taking selfies and saying they love the show. But I was, I was so, I, I saw the outpouring of love 
from from listeners to 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 these children. And it got me thinking, right? And yes, that can be scary when I get thinking, but it got me thinking. And I, I started thinking to myself, yeah, you know, Shelly, think about your life. And so I started thinking about my life. And before I go further there, let me tell you something. I'm African-American. The African-Americans, I've talked about this before, African-American community and a Jewish community has had a long-lasting, long-standing, uh, mutually beneficial relationship with each other um, in terms of aid and help, being uh, staunch supporters of each other's causes, um, and, and, and we've worked together. And, and that's a historical thing in this country. The Jewish community and the, the African-American community, during the Civil Rights Movement, um, uh, we know um, um, uh, Mr. Schwerner, Mr. Goodman, who, who were killed, murdered, heinously murdered in, in, in Mississippi, trying to register black voters, um, two Jewish young men from New York. And, and we know of the many Jewish students who, who got on the buses in from towns and, and cities and colleges from all over the country and came to the South to register voters during Freedom Summer. Um, and, and we know the history of the Jewish community in the, and, and the African-American community is particularly around the civil rights movement. And so I want to start there. And so then I got to thinking about my personal life. And, and I thought about my friendship and Mark Aram, um, who, who, who's Jewish, um, and, and how supportive he has been of me personally, Shelley Winter, Mark Aram, Shelley Winter Brothers. And then I thought about growing to high school, Riverdale High School in the Bronx, where many of my Dear, dear friends to this day, Ned Offit, Eric Yaman, um, Alex Gordon, these were Jewish kids who we were friends. I broke bread in their homes. I knew their families. I knew their moms and their dads and their sisters and their brothers. They knew my mom, my grandparents. We knew each other. We, we, we played ball together. We, 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 we got on a train and traveled together to go play ball in other areas of New York City. Um, these were my friends. Uh, in high school, in middle school, and, and I had friends, Jewish friends in college. And never once, never once during this time uh, did I not have really close Jewish friends. And I said, you know, Shelley, in this world today, we're always taught to judge people on individual basis, not as some collective group. For instance, if a police officer were to beat you up, you would be wrong to think all police officers were wrong or we're bad, or we're evil, or whatever the case may be. You would say that one police officer who beat you up, let's say it was for not a good reason, you would be right to say that one police officer I don't like, but you would be wrong to say all police officers I don't like because of that. And that's how we're kind of taught, right? We all quote Martin Luther, judge a person by their uh, by an individual, by, by, their, by their character, not by the group. And that's how we're all taught, and that's how we're all raised. And I thought, Shelly, you should be for Israel, not necessarily because it's in America's best interest. You should be for Israel because throughout your entire life on a personal level, young Jewish people, young Jewish families, young Jewish men, particularly men because those were my friends, um, had your back. Had your back. And you had theirs. But in a particular situation, particularly like in high school where you were the scholarship kid, they had your back in many other ways. And so I thought about it. I said, that's why, Shelley, you should be pro-Israel, not because of some geopolitical ideas or not because of some, some uh, foreign idea of, of, of Jews versus Muslims and all of this stuff, but because on a personal level, Shelley Winter, this is what I told myself. I talked to myself like this. 
But on a personal level, Shelly Winter, at every step of your life, from middle school to college to out of college to the workplace, every step of your life, you have come into contact with people, good people, who happen to be Jewish, who you became friends with, and you're friends with them to this day. Now, I have Muslim friends as well. Dear friends, brothers, who are my friends. I love them to death. But none of them are from the Middle East. Many of my Jewish friends, my friend Alex Gordon that I went to high school with, whose father gave me a job right after graduation of high school so I can make money throughout the summer to go to college with money. He gave me a summer job. He went from high school to Israel to serve in the IDF. So Alex's friendship with me is more than just a geopolitical, is more than just uh, uh, America's interests. That was my, that is and was my friend. So I support Israel on a personal level more than just some arbitrary, great American geopolitical reason as an ally in the area. And I support my Jewish friends and by extension, the Jewish people in Israel because of my personal relationship, not because the Bible told me, not because America told me, not because the media told me, not because right-wingers told me. It's because on a personal level throughout my life, I've come into contact with very good, dear, loving people who just happen to be Jewish. So Shelly went to show. We'll be right back. If you want to listen to old episodes of the Shelly Winter Show, go to WSBRadio.com, click on the On Demand tab, and scroll down for the Shelly Winter Show. Every show is posted. Shelly Winter Show, ladies and, li- ladies and gentlemen, live, local, topical, relevant, and authentic. So I want to start there because that was personal to me. Um, taking your calls. We're only here till 8 tonight, so we'll take your calls. Uh, but I want to move on because we only have an hour so I do want to move on who watched I'm going to go around the room Josie Rock let's grab Josie Rock in traffic if she's available Uh, but I want to ask Rob and Magic Mike and Josie Rock did you any of you guys see leave the world behind this weekend on Netflix not yet I heard about it haven't seen it yet Rob no sir Uh, Josie Rock I don't have Netflix Okay. All right. Can you t- t- next time tell us that? No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Josie. I'm just kidding. You want to share my password, sis? Yeah, just text me. Okay, <laughs> I'll text you my password. Anyway, for those of you, if you so, I'm not going to give away anything. All right, since you guys haven't seen it. Um, so, am I the only one that when net on Fridays I go to Netflix to see what dropped? I'm the only one who does that. Yeah, because I'm here till midnight so. gotcha and yeah. you got children and family exactly. and all that stuff right and rob all does also so yeah i get it i get it i i'm the only one that's a tv fiend so i get home and the first thing i do is go to netflix see hey what dropped anyway leave the world behind it is awesome i suggest everyone watch it now i will say this do not fall for the right wing trick that a lot of people uh, tr- almost fell for for when the movie Don't Look Up came out. A lot of right wingers say, oh, we hate Don't, don't Look Up. It's liberal, this, liberal, that. It was a good flick. It really was. Um, this is also a good flick, in my humble opinion. It's very thought provoking. And it essentially 
ask the question of all of us, are we prepared for whatever happens to disrupt our lives? Like, are you prepared, forget food, uh, a, a bunker, or anything like that. I'm not talking about that. I know a lot of friends, I, I know several friends who are preppers, um, and they're ready, uh, you know, they're ready for whatever happens. But I'm talking about just the regular people like us. I'm not talking about having the guns in the house and your bullets, because that you can only defend yourself. But how are you going to feed yourself? You know, how, what, what's going to happen if you can't get on the Internet, right? What's, what are you going to do if you cannot pull up Oh, what's going on to right now? And you go to pull up the internet, and there's nothing there. What are you going to do? Are you able? Are you prepared for a major disaster? In this case, it's 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 basically a, a takeover of the country. But you don't get to that to the very end, right? And I didn't give away anything. I didn't, I really didn't give away anything. But it really it, that's what the movie's about. But it it ans- it asks the question uh, about our relationships. I just talked about my love um, for Jewish people because of my personal relationships growing up. Are we prepared to withstand those tensions in our relationships with people that we call our friends, our neighbors? Can we do that? It's a fascinating movie. I implore all of you to watch Leave the World Behind on Netflix. It is very, very good. And, and, and please, if someone tells you, well, you know, it was produced by Barack Obama, please don't get caught up in that silliness because that truly is silliness. And don't get caught up in, oh, well, they're talking about climate change and that's liberal. You know, don't get caught up in that either. It's a good movie. Because it makes you really think to yourself, as you, I was watching it with Amac, the lawyer, and it made me really think, are we prepared if something goes wrong? Am I prepared to protect my family? Yeah, I have a weapon. I have ammo. But can I feed them? Can I keep them? At the, what do I do while, while we can't talk to anybody else? Our cell phone service is down. We have no bars on our phone. There's no internet. The TV is emergency broadcast. Do that's it. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we weren't supposed to be. We weren't supposed to do that on the air when they had the test. We could do it now. Yeah. So, um, you know what? What are you gonna do? You know what? Are you are you are you ready for that? To me, that was a great takeaway for me. Like, am I prepared right now to protect my family if something bad happens? If something goes, if we're attacked, if we're, you know, cyber attacked, there's a story here where Chinese affiliated hacking groups have inf- infiltrated critical American infrastructure, including Hawaii water, uh, Hawaii water utility and at least one oil and gas pipeline. Right. And, 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 and China, these are hacking groups. Where that would be the start of chaos. Cyber attacks on our infrastructure. You can't get gas in your car. You can't access the internet. Your cell phone has no service. That creates instant chaos because people will start to lose their mind. Are we prepared? Not we as a country. Are we as individuals prepared to be able to take care of our family in that circumstance? When widespread looting widespread violence, when that starts to happen, are we prepared and do we love our neighbors and know our neighbors enough to be able to keep our own small little block, if you will, safe? Will we be able to go to our neighbor and say, do we trust our neighbor? Do we know our neighbors? Do we love our neighbors enough to go across the street and say, John, 
all right, I got this side of the street, you got that side of the street. Anybody comes down these sides of the streets that we don't know gets their heads blown off. No, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm speaking in hyperbole, but you get what I'm saying. Do we know John across the street enough to be able to trust him and he trust us to be able to do that? Does John, John, you have water? Yeah, I got I, 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 I got canned goods. Okay, let's put them together. Now we got food for the neighborhood. We got food for our households. Are we, are we doing that enough with each other? Or are we, oh, I'm, not, I'm not working with John, he's a conservative. I'm not working with Shelly, he's a, he's a Democrat, or whatever the case may be. And we go into our own little shells. It's a fascinating movie. I urge you all, I really want to talk more about it, but I can't. So uh, maybe when some of you have watched it, what is it, the standard frame time? It's a, it's a streaming show, so you don't have to go to the movies. I'm going to give it till next week. Next Monday, we're going to talk about it, and we're going to spoil it. So if you haven't seen it by then, you just tune out next Monday. Shelly went to show. We'll be right back. I'm taking your calls. Don't go anywhere. Sorry, don't you- Coming up in two minutes on the Shelly Winter Show, Friday we talked about the mother in Texas and the abortion. Well, there's news. There's an update. We're going to break it down for you next on the Shelly Winter Show. Also taking these calls at 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. To Shelly Winter Show live, local, topical, relevant, and authentic. So Friday, well, let's go to these calls first. Thank you for holding. Thank you for calling. Let's go into. Let's go to Jim. Hey, Jim. Hey, Shelly, how are you doing? Wonderful, sir. I, hey, well, I was calling to comment about your um, your support for the Jewish people. Uh yes, sir. And, 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 and you know, after October seventh, it's just. Um, it astonishes me that anyone needs to try and make a case to support those people. Support because it, what it people? The Jewish people? It's absolutely one-sided murder what happened to those people. You're talking about the Jewish people? Yeah, absolutely. But you're saying how could people make a case to supporting the Palestinian yeah, people? Yeah, you mean? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 don't, I, don't think, I don't think you even need to – I don't think anyone needs to – to tell a story about how they how they how they know these people or anything just i don't think there's a case to be made i mean they were just absolutely murdered yes it was on october 7th it was yes right by 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 just a terrorist organization that was voted into power and has no business being on the planet earth as as we know it yeah, yeah. I, I, I you know what jim no no jim i agree with you um the fact that people that I made, I can't say people, the, the fact that I, I made the statement that I made was because I wanted to make it clear um, that before I was a supporter of Israel, but my support was about politics. And I was making it, and I was making it clear to people why, on a personal level, throughout my entire life, um, I have been personally supported by uh, many Jewish friends of mine through middle school, high school, college, workplace, um, here at this station, jobs before this, um, and so um, that's what I was making. I was making a broader point about forgetting October seventh, not forgetting it, but you understand what I'm saying. Right. It has nothing, you yeah. know, that has nothing to do with it. It's a fact. I was making a broader point of that 
when we're one-on-one with people, we should love people based on that one-on-one relationship. So if you work with an African-American, right, let's use this as an example. If you work with African-Americans and they're friends of yours and you're friends with them, you've been working together 15 years, you've gone to their house for dinner, a holiday dinner, they've invited you to their house, you've invited them to your house, and then some incident happens with racism and they're telling you that, hey, this is racism, then as a friend, you should support them in their belief that it's racism and not say, well, no, I don't agree with you and walk away from that 15-year friendship. Or let's put it even more closer to home. Your African-American friend may like Biden, you may like Trump, and we don't separate, uh, we don't drop our friendship of 15 years because of that difference of opinion. Well, I, yeah, well, I, as, as, as much as I can agree with that, what happened on October 7th, I don't care what I don't care what name you insert for the Jew. You can say it happened to Palestinians. You can say it happened to Iraqis. You can ha- say that happened to anybody, and I would disagree what happened. You, you know, and 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 all, all the while we got we got people from uh, Ivy League colleges that that they can't um, they they can't condemn it for 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 some reason they cannot condemn what happened. On October seventh, can, can I can I tell you why? I, I can tell you why. Um, and I and understand. I'm just explaining something. I'm not agreeing with something, right? I'm telling you that I can I, right. I can't understand why either. I agree with you, but I can tell you why they're doing that. And it has nothing to do with Marxism. It has nothing to do with DE and I or anything like that. What it has solely to do is people will over overly be sympathetic to whom they believe is being bullied. And that's really what's going on here. Um, for, for the people like the presidents of these universities and so forth, they believe that there's a group of people over there who are powerless to defend themselves against air attacks, tank attacks, mm-hmm. artillery attacks. And so they are saying that they're taking the underdog, if you will, quote unquote, sure. underdog side. I don't agree with it because they started the right. fight, right? But sure. I, I, I'm, I'm just explaining to you when you say, how can anybody? That's what they're seeing. And the problem is in these colleges and these universities for decades, this has been going on. I've seen it in my own community. I grew up in New York City where the Jewish community in New York City was very supportive of African-American issues. I watched it my entire life. And then as I got to be an adult, I started seeing more and more people talking about uh, Jewish control of movies, of rap music and putting poison in the community and all this stuff and blaming someone else for what's going on in our own communities. Um, And so um, that's what I'm seeing now. That's why I'm seeing so many African-Americans who have screamed fairness and racism and all of these things for four or five decades, now all of a sudden screaming for uh, the genocide of a whole group of people who in this country have been largely seen as the same as African-Americans. Anti-Semitism in America has been just as strong in American history as racism. That's why the Jewish community and the black community were friends for so very long. And now people have come along to separate that strong bond, that strong friendship, that bond built out of shared oppression by Americans, by American Protestants, by American uh, religious institutions who hated the Jews as much as they hated black people. We'll be right back. Shelley went to show. 
Oh, this is Shelly Winter Show, live, local, topical, relevant, and authentic. We're off the air at 8.06. The UGA Coaches Show is on from 8 to 10. So uh, please stay tuned for that. Kate Cox, we talked about her on Friday. She's a 31-year-old mother of two. Um, she, uh, An appeals court allowed her to have an abortion in Texas. Uh, the Attorney General Ken Paxton challenged that, went to the Texas Supreme Court. Texas Supreme Court ruled that she could not have the uh, abortion, even though it could, uh, you know, that it could harm her, as her her lawyers argued. So now she has to leave the state to have an abortion. Um, and we talked about that on Friday. Uh, and Ken Paxton, uh, it's just a sad case. It really is a sad case to me. You know, I, I you know, Jim said something earlier, and he's right, right? He said something was. How could anybody defend those people, meaning Hamas and the terrorists who killed 1,400 um, innocent women, men, women, and children, women and children and the elderly, right? He's absolutely right. I say the same thing about this. I had the same feelings about this. I thought about it long and hard over the weekend. I'm saying, how could, how could anybody stop this woman who's going to have a baby uh, that's going to be unvi- not viable. And I know many of you were jumping up and down about viability of children and all children of this and that and all the other things. But all medical science points to the fact that this ba- this woman's baby is, is not going to live past a year if it's born uh, alive at all. And I, I, I find this to be an easy case. I really do. And the fact is that if she has an abortion, that she could maybe ha- be possible that she have no more babies after that, and she wants to have children. Like, I find this to be a case. Like, I get the whole abortion argument, the pro-life abortion argument. I get it. I get both sides of it. But in this particular case, I don't understand how anybody just doesn't mind their own business to let this woman do what she wants to do because of the medical condition she's in. That's I, I just like Jim said about. How can anybody stop this woman? You're not living her life. You're not going to take care of the baby if it's born and has to be taken care of for the rest of its life or medical procedures. You're not going to be there to do that. Ken Paxson's not going to be there to do that. He's on his own criminal indi- indi- indictments. He might go to jail. He's a, he's far from anybody being able to help this woman. I, I don't know, man. I just think... Um, I think as conservatives, a lot of time we 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 miss we miss the ball. And I get all the arguments you're going to have. I understand that. I get it. I'm not going to argue with you because I get it. But in this particular case, I'm talking about this particular case. The doctors tell this lady he's going to have a rare disease if he may, if he he's if he, if he doesn't miscarriage, and if he's not born stillborn, he may not live past one year. And let's say he does live past one year, he's going to be sickly. And that's the life you guys want people to subject children to. Fascinating. Let's go to Adam. We talked about uh, the movie Lee, uh, Leaving the World Behind. Adam said he watched it last night. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, hey, man, how you doing tonight? Good, brother. Hey, yeah, great. Um, yeah, I did watch it. Um, I'm not going to like I said, I know you didn't want to waste it or get it out there. The ending shocked me. I was like, I was really upset. You know what I mean? Because the movie was built in, in certain areas about, like you said, are we pre- prepared? Right. And at what ex- extent are we prepared? 
And I'm like, wow. So I took a whole nother look and evaluation of my situation and the groups, my, not a militant group, but the groups that we belong to, mm-hmm. you know, for certain scenarios that go down. And I was like, whoa. So then I got a call. It was so funny. I got a call. And I, I was watching this like 3.30 in the morning, right? Yeah, same <laughs> as us. We were watching Saturday morning. It's like 2, 3 in the morning. Yep. And and I got a call from one of my, you know, one of the, the Cassie's like, you know what? We got to go through a whole nother different scenario. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, I just watched this thing called... Uh, Leaving the world, leaving the world right. online. Uh-huh. My sister up in New in New York, she's like, text me, because you gotta watch this, because you know we always vibing about stuff like that going on anyway. But yeah, the ending, bro. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna watch it again just to see maybe, okay, what was that whole thing? Because I'm I was looking forward to go a little further. It went as far. And, and let me yeah. tell you, I've heard that, Adam. I gotta go because the show <laughs> is ending. No, no, but stay locked in, bro. Good. Yes, sir. Oh, I appreciate your call, Adam. I'm not giving away the ending, ladies and gentlemen. I'm simply going to say this to Adam. The ending was exactly what it was supposed to be. I'm just going to leave it there. For all of you, because I've heard that, what Adam said, I've heard a lot of people say that. I can't believe they just ended it. Da, 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 I don't get it. They wasted my time. The ending was exactly what it was supposed to be. I'm not giving anything away. Just remember that when you watch it, the ending is exactly what it's supposed to be. It drives home with exactly what it's supposed to do. Shelly went to show Feel Good Stories coming up next. Ladies and gentlemen, we end every episode of the Shelly Winter Show. We're back tomorrow at 7 o'clock, 7 to 10 tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So please uh, don't miss an episode. But we end every show with a feel-good story. And my feel-good story tonight is where I started. I'm going to end the the, the outpouring of love and support for Clark's Christmas Kids. The the the, the way these li- you li- you li- you all as listeners um, helped these foster care children in the state of Georgia is just phenomenal to me. Um, but there's still uh, opportunities to give at Clark to ClarksChristmasKids.com. Um, the uh, you know it's just a powerful powerful testament to how great you all are as listeners that you stepped up to the plate and we've provided so many gifts uh, for so many kids in foster care who may not who probably would not have a Christmas were it not for you not us, but you. So please continue to give if you haven't give uh, haven't given already. Uh, go to ClarksChristmasKids.com. And tonight, I want you all to forgive those who hurt you, pray for those who need it, and thank God for everything you have. Good night and peace. <laughs> 